Daniel. What? Daniel. What? Daniel. What do you want? Daniel. What? Daniel. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> do you want to listen to a podcast, Daniel? No. You don't want to. Daniel. What? Daniel. What? Let's do a podcast. What podcast, Stephen? I don't know. Why didn't you tell me? You're the one who asked me. Yeah, but 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 I'm asking you, Daniel. But. I... Here, here, I got one for you. Okay. All right. So the name of the podcast is. What? Oh, I'm trying to get you to say it. You have to say it. Why do I have to say it? Because. The Second Hand Podcast. Okay, good, because I wasn't sure if I was going to get it right. <laughs> Welcome to the Second Hand Podcast, where we take your favorite YouTube channel or podcast station, throw it in a blender, and serve it back to you with a new perspective. Daniel, who are we going to talk about today? Uh, we are going to talk about Mark Rober. Who's Mark Rober? Mark Rober, uh, currently, he is a YouTuber who uh, makes creative and very informational scientific videos uh, from anything involving, I don't know, giant water guns to uh, lemon batteries to... Uh, I saw that he did an airsoft gun. Oh, I haven't seen that video, but um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was strong enough to break break glass, so... Yeah, I don't want to play that game. Full, si- full size, bigger than he was, airsoft gun. <laughs> like he had to stand up and hold it yeah. with his whole body. <laughs> Basically. So, now we're going to talk about Mark Rober today and some of the stuff that he's uh, accomplished and some of, the, some of the stuff he's doing now. So, um, Mark Rober... Uh, used to be uh, used to work at NASA uh, for about seven years and what I don't remember um, I don't remember specifically what he did did you look that up what he did at NASA mm-hmm. he was working on Curiosity rover at NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory he later worked for four years at Apple Inc as a product designer in their special project group Gotcha. Where he authored p- patents involving virtual reality and self-driving cars. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, like you were saying just a second ago, he worked on the Curiosity rover for NASA, which was designed to actually traverse the surface of Mars. Um, and I believe his contribution is he was kind of like a courier, I believe, for information. I did not do as much research into this particular part of it as I should have. No, you're fine. You're ju- you're you're just fine. That's the, we're we're going into this, learn everything we can, and that's 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 the process. You got to, and that's kind of and that's kind of what we're doing is we're we're learning along with everybody else. Hopefully, although I'm sure there'll be some people that are listening to this who know way more than we do. <laughs> so and, and that's good. You know, the more the more we can get clarification on this kind of stuff, and who knows, maybe Mark will listen to this and offer some. Clarification for us. Hey, look, you screwed up a lot. With which, which, with, 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 obviously, our apologies. This is us. You only know as much as, as say, like the internet can give you, mm-hmm. without directly talking to said person. Yeah. And yes, we would be more than happy to talk to said person, but Mark Rober specifically, in an interview if we have to or we can. Mm-hmm. But for right now, we're going based off the information that we have through YouTube, watching YouTube videos, and. A Wikipedia page. All of our experience of information that the internet provides. Which obviously, as everybody knows, if it's on the internet, it's true! Oh, yes. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. But um, that's not that's not true. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you'd like, I can read the excerpt from the f- uh, first paragraph and there's a Wikipedia page. Well, I mean, based on how much you want to believe it. Like, uh, and Wikipedia can be a good source, but the problem is it's a... For example, the first part of it is born 1980 or 1981. Yeah. Yeah. So, so whatever we read off the Wikipedia page, probably take with a grain of salt. It's, but, but if you're on the internet and you look up information and you're looking up information, you know for a fact that any information that you're going to be looking up 
and you're saying, we're looking it up on Wikipedia, there's a 50-50 chance that what you're looking up on Wikipedia is not true. Good. Uh, again, Wikipedia, it's a 50-50 chance whether or not it's actually true or not. But that's anything, though. Even yeah. if you go into, like, regular news media, who knows if it's telling... You, you don't know. You know. It's, it's, it's all based on... On, on, I mean, yes, you could do it around facts and assumption and 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 um, the information that somebody gives you. But how do you know if the information that somebody gives you is true? Yeah, I mean, you could go fact check it. You can even the facts could be wrong. Anything, nothing is right or wrong unless you experience it for yourself. If it's coming from you, as you 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 know that you did this, mm-hmm. or from the person, Mike Rober knows that he did this or you saw on youtube you see it the nice thing the nice thing is is he has a method for um for actually testing the things that he talks about so for example one of the videos he covered was a rock skipping machine and he wanted to find the most optimal way to skip a rock to go as far as possible and he used something called the scientific method and i'm sure a lot of our listeners will understand will know what the scientific method is but uh i would like to go over it real quick just as an overview. So the scientific method is a way of determining whether or not something uh, is true or untrue or needs more information or whatnot. It's a four-step process starting with the observation. You notice something and you get curious. You ask a question. So like for example, if, if I'm holding this glass of water here, which I'm holding a glass of water, and I swish it back and forth, how much... Uh, how hard do I have to swish it to make it go over the sides? You realize you're really close to that actually spilling on you. I really am. <laughs> the sacrifices I make for you. Anyway, so you make an observation like that. Then you go to step two, a hypothesis. I said that weird. Hypothesis. Hypothesis. Uh, where you make an assumption based on information you already have. So, like, for example... I, with the water glass example I had earlier, I would say I would need to shake it pretty darn hard because the water's so low for it to spill out the sides. Um, and then after that, you go to the experiment phase where you actually uh, do it using a controlled variable and uh, a uncontrolled uh, several uncontrolled variables to get the correct result. I'm not actually going to do it because I I don't want to get wet. But after you've experimented several times, uh, you come up with your results and either form a new hypothesis and then go through that whole loop again, or you draw a conclusion based on fact. Mm -hmm. And that's the process he generally uses when creating most of his videos, including the rock skipping video. Um, And spoiler for that video, he did end up coming up with the perfect rock throw that ended up, I think, throwing it. Mm, a good couple hundred feet with too many skips to actually count. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, he also, uh, you know, I, that's actually not necessarily what I wanted to talk about as far as some of the projects he did. But, I mean, it's, it's fun to look up. Uh, the thing I actually wanted to talk about was uh, the lemon battery. He got a. Uh, he wanted to see if he could power a. I believe it was a. Um, oh god, what are those called? A Zamboni, or uh, a NASCAR. Uh, a NASCAR battery, one of the two. Um, and the people that sent it to him wanted him to charge it, using science, <laughs> and he thought it'd be really interesting to use a lemon battery. Um, but as I, I don't know if our audience knows, uh, you know, how a lemma battery works, but I know everybody has seen one powering a light bulb with a potato, same concept with the lemon battery, uh, essentially, I'm sure there's younger people that haven't heard of that. I'm sure there hasn't. It'd be really interesting. That's something we can touch on later though. I never even heard of the fact that you could use a lemon as a battery. Personally, I know I've heard of the potato mm-hmm. and I know that they, uh, it's not high. It's what is it? It's high enough to turn on like a light bulb, and that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, uh, and well, fun fact: the power doesn't actually come from the lemon itself. 
It's a chemical reaction between the two metals that are inserted into the lemon. The lemon is only used as a conductor. Yeah. That's why you can do it with so many different things, like lemons. Uh, you could do it with uh, potatoes. You can do it with apples. Really, anything with some sort of acidity. So. Okay. All right. Um, now, what? What did he conclude to? To do with the the potato, you said you were you're you're coming up with. The, the lemon. The lemon. I mean, yeah. yeah. So. Um, what he decided to do uh, is first make a hypothesis on how much, how many lemons he would need in order to power this, uh, in order to charge this battery, right? And this thing's huge. It's probably the size of a. I, I know I talked about this earlier, but it's like the size of a. Uh, oh, well, actually, size of this couch, really. Like if it was in a full box, it's just like size of a standard couch, but it has wheels on it. <laughs> And you could actually be driven around. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, no, he concluded that he would need like uh, he need probably about five to ten thousand lemons in order to make this work. Now again, he doesn't actually need the lemons in order to produce the power, just to be able to channel it into the battery. Um. Well, first he tested out with a single lemon and to see how much power he could actually get using a single lemon, and. Uh, it wasn't a lot. Uh, when the research I did, uh, you don't you don't get a whole lot of power just from one single lemon. I think it's oh god, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna destroy me in the comments. But um, I think it's under like I think it's 0.5 volts or something. Again, I, I really should have done more research, but that's okay. That's what uh, that's what learning is for. Hey, you can't do the work for everybody. If you want to learn well, more about the research, go watch Mike Rober's videos and find out for yourself. Yeah, but I need to do the work for somebody. <laughs> anyway, so he concluded that uh, based on his one lemon uh, and the power it produced, he should be able to get enough juice, no pun intended, from the lemons he was expecting. Well, he made a giant pegboard full of lemons, full of copper, full of zinc, mm -hmm. hooked it all up to this battery and let it charge for, I think, a day or two. And it turns out it didn't even charge it uh, one-fifteenth the amount he needed to <laughs> fully charge it. it. The amount of power that was produced by this wall of lemons, according to him, was equivalent to a single AA battery. So if you're if you're desperate to finish your game of uh, classic Pokemon, and you can't find any batteries in the house, just raid your local lemon tree <laughs> and hook it up, oh and you'll be good to go. <laughs> but um, so since he couldn't uh, since he couldn't charge the traditional way, he decided to go another route. Which was uh, he decided to uh, hook up a zip line to the battery and have his uh, extended family, his nieces, nephews, uh, uncles, whatever, uh, zip line down it and all the kinetic energy it produced would get, or not kinetic energy, what am I saying? Um, I don't know. But the energy it produced by zipping down the line would be uh, put directly into the battery. Well, he gave them all plenty of uh, sugar, plenty of food, carbs and foods to keep them energized and hydrated so they could go all day well they went all day and it still didn't charge the battery so he's been at this for about a couple of days to a week nothing so he had uh, one other option in mind which was he decided to use solar energy just okay. hook up a couple of solar panels and voila it eventually got charged mm. so that's well, very interesting. What other things was it that uh, that 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 he was trying for on his channel? Oh, well, he does all kinds of stuff. Um, he can he does the science behind. I mean, we just watched a video about this. He did the science behind the elephant paste. I didn't actually watch that video, but you showed me one by Mr. Beast collaborating with him, and they freaking blew up a house. 
I, with elephant toothpaste, yeah. With elephant toothpaste. Mind you, they replaced the house of the friends that they blew up, but yeah. Which, I don't know if I'd ever want to be able to have that much money. I I think I would just... To be able to buy and sell things with, without any inkling of worry of whether where the money's coming no from. No stress, yeah. yeah. I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm getting off topic. Now, uh, the thing I really wanted to talk about when it came to this video was actually... Um, based on the formatting of his videos because it's really interesting most most YouTubers tend to make uh, one to two videos a month because they have tons of editing and I, yeah. I've personally never done it but I know you have yeah and I'm, you've told me several times that it takes a lot of effort even for a it short does. video I mean it's it went from trying to do one every other day to finding out that that's not a thing yeah. So moving it from every other day to a week, and then went from a week to every three months, I mean, or two months, every month, or whatever. I mean, in your defense, you work a full-time job and have four kids. Yes. So, I think you can be given and a have a YouTube leeway. channel and, and 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 starting a podcast. Yes. So I I think personally, I'm going to give you a pass. <laughs> so. Um, no, but Mark, he makes a claim that he only has to make 12 videos a year, and he does, and, um, one of those videos is always dedicated to the betterment of mankind, like bringing awareness to impoverished company, uh, companies, countries, uh, that need help. So, for example, um, one of the things he talked about was... Uh, a test that that people can take to detect from malaria, right? Well, normally to get a to get a test, you have to go to a lab, you have to give a blood sample. We'll say, isn't there already tests for malaria? Why would this test be different than most of the other tests? It's it's different because um, most tests you have to use an eleven thousand dollar machine, and it costs tons of money and tons of time. But the one that he talked about on his channel, which, by the way, I need to say that he didn't actually create this test. He's just highlighting it. Um, but this test is supposed to cost less than a dollar and require no electricity. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Can you tell me more about the test? Yes. So Mark went to a... Uh, Mark went to the University of Stanford to talk to a couple of his friends, uh, Maru Prakash, I'm sorry I butchered these names, Maru Prakash and Saad Balma, uh, where they invented a couple of devices made entirely out of paper to help detect for malaria. The, um, the fold scope and the paper centrifuge. Um, the fold scope is essentially a microscope that is made entirely out of paper. Isn't that what you were showing me the other day online? Yeah, I actually I actually ordered one myself online, and it's going to be here in a couple days. And it's I think it's really cool because they featured it on somebody's channel or on his channel, and it really works. Like you can see up to 140 times, and it's a piece of paper with a little bead inside and you can see um, microbes, you can see mosquito larvae giving birth. Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Um, it's amazing what uh, uh, human beings can create with their ingenuity and and their, their, their imagination. Yeah. And I mean, the whole goal, goal with this from uh, with from Maru and his team was to create a device that would allow people in impoverished company, uh, company... Why do I keep saying companies? It's not companies, they're countries. <laughs> and well, for some, from some perspectives, it could be... No. <laughs> I, mean, no I mean, capitalism is I would is hope a thing. not. I would hope not, but, you know... Hey. But, but, yeah, capitalism is a thing. But beyond that, uh, Maru and his team, their goal was to create technology that would be affordable and efficient because in a lot of the places they visited 
they didn't even have running water, much let alone electricity. And they can't very well lug a centrifuge that is powered by electricity, costs $11,000, and is probably heavier than you know several bowling balls. A to, ton, probably, to, close to a ton. Yeah, to these villages to get them tested. Yeah. So their goal was to create and a... And not, not a lot of people can travel to places to get tested. Yes. So their goal was to create a portable device that you can carry in your pocket to detect from malaria. So the, the real magic is actually in the centrifuge. Uh, sorry, I need to take a sip of water. Ah, excuse me. And normally how a centrifuge works is you give a blood sample, you put it in a machine that spins around and around and around and around at you know hundreds of thousands of RPMs per second, uh, and all that centrifugal force separates all of the different cells in your blood, from the blood itself to your plasma to... Yeah. Yeah. And how it detects malaria is it will actually separate the dentist cells being the blood. Um, and then next would be the malaria-infected blood, which is slightly less dense than blood, than the plasma. And then when you look at it under a microscope, you can actually look right in the middle and you can see if you have infected blood. Very good. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of cool because you find centrifugal force all over the place. I was, was going to say, yeah, I mean, it's frankly the technology behind it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, they use the very yeah, very expensive technology doing this, but the concept behind it is extremely simple. I mean, you're just splitting water, yeah. or not water, splitting blood, yeah. separating blood into its base components yeah. with s- centrifugal force. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you can you can experience centrifugal force wherever you go. Like if you go on a merry-go-round and try and hang on, that's centrifugal force. Um, if you do uh, spin art, so where you kind of create tie-dye shirts. I mean, I bought one the other day. That's centrifugal force. Mm-hmm. Even a water pump in a car, centrifugal force. It distributes the water by just spreading it out. And I think that's really amazing. And where this comes into play is actually in the device they use to replicate the centrifugal force. Okay. Um, essentially what they did was they put two pieces of paper together, um, looped a string between them, and had two little handles. And all they do is they pull it back and forth, right? Or in and out, excuse me. And it just starts spinning. You know, there's a that's, that's based around a toy from... A long time ago, my 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 mother used to make make that toy with a uh, a small string and a button where mm-hmm. you would weave it through and pull from both ends. You twist twist one end, twist the other, and pull from both ends, and it would just spin and spin and spin. Thing would just haul. It would go so fast. Yeah, and that's actually what this uh, paper centrifuge is designed. I'm not at. sure what that's called, but uh, a whirly gig, I believe. Whirly gig. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Yeah, and I've I've heard that can actually go like normal centrifuges can actually do. Last I checked, it was a hundred and fifty thousand RPMs. This paper centrifuge apparently can do a hundred and twenty-five thousand. So almost equivalent to a regular centrifuge, and all it takes is just your own your own hand power. It's not even that much effort. Yeah, like ten seconds. Put it under the microscope and you're good to go. Hmm. And that to me just blows my mind. Um, I, I still, it's still ha- have a hard time wrapping my head around it. It cost, at, at the time of his recording, three years ago, because this, this video was recorded in 2017. At the time of the recording, it cost 68 cents to do a malaria test with this method. Wow. 68 cents and no electricity. Still blows my mind. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to believe what what people can do with just an idea. With, well, not just an idea, but with just the smallest amount of. I mean, all over the world, people have to make do with what they have. I mean, there's people that they, they don't have access to computers. They don't have access to the internet. I mean. <laughs> 
hundreds of years ago, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have computers. We didn't have all this stuff. So people had to do with what they had. Yeah. As they, forgive me, but sticks and stones. It's like, yeah. I was watching videos on, on TikTok the other day where this mm -hmm. guy was showing you how to make bows and arrows. The methods for making bows and arrows, the methods for making knives, the methods from old uh, Native American traditions. When back in the day, back in medieval times or whatever, um, that was actually common knowledge. Yeah. I, I'm sure. Like, obviously, I'm not old enough to know for sure, but... I mean, there's a lot of knowledge that has been forgotten over the millennia. I mean, who knows, I mean, what we don't know that we should be knowing now that would help help us further, I mean, to fix stuff that's wrong with the environment and stuff that, that, that say, like the Native Americans knew or, or ancient ancient people knew. Mm -hmm. It's 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 amazing that, I mean, it's, or what they, what, say, um, I'm totally losing my tangent here, but you, you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. There's so much in the world that nobody, not, that, 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 that we could learn. Yeah. That everybody that, that you just gotta just gotta look for it. You just gotta you gotta research it and do the effort. And there's things that it's not on the internet. You just gotta you gotta figure it out for yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't you can't have people dumb it down for you or walk you through the process. You just gotta if there's some, some things you just gotta you just gotta go you just gotta go and do it. Yeah, and and it really goes along with that saying. I, I really enjoy um, getting. Uh, Getting something done is 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. I really like that saying because it really means, you know, an idea is great, but unless you actually put the work into it, it's worthless. Yeah. So. We have a guest. We have a guest. Hi, Dahlia. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Dahlia is one of Steven's uh, dogs. It's a long-haired dachshund chihuahua mix. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, she has one eye, one kidney, I believe, and a heart of gold. Oh no, she's uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, we call her the uh, one-eyed Willie. <laughs> yeah, and she she acts as if she doesn't. She yeah. acts as if it's not a problem. Yeah, she just has a really big eye and a really really sweet personality. Yes. Oh, and um, almost one ear too but right that's they, they fix that yes all right all right so Most, okay no no don't kiss the don't don't <laughs> she's gonna okay daniel don't, don't don't kiss the device all right she's okay you want to come say hi to me yes we're having dog moments yes so hi dahlia you're gonna come join us okay yes so um so getting back to what we were talking about let's take don't Let's not let her wander off, because I don't know where she's going to go. She's not really supposed to be down here, but that's fine. So getting back to what we are talking to you about, yeah, Mark Ro Mark Rober does a lot of amazing things, um, and he's had a really interesting history. And if you want to check him out, I'm just YouTube him. He has some great videos. Like, one of my favorites, personally, is uh, when he was trying to become a bird watcher because of the current pandemic that's going on. And... <laughs> You lost her. Uh, I, I did. Oh, well. He noticed that his bird feeders kept getting broken into by local wildlife. Specifically... Squirrels. Squirrels. Yes. And... Um, I ever tell you my joke? What's your joke? The, 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 the ADHD joke? No, uh, what's that? ADHS. Oh, ADHS. What does that stand for? Attention Deficit Hyperactive Squirrel. Squirrel? Squirrel! <laughs> Squirrel. I just freaked out the cat. Yeah. Well, Squirrel! Maybe I need to bring your cat over to my house. No. 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 To catch all that mice. Anyway. Right? No, she's not a cat. No. She's, she's like... See what she's doing? Yeah. She's sitting on the window seal, and there's flies flying around, and she's going to care. So yeah. she's not going to care about mouse. Fair enough. So, uh, I keep getting off topic. Squirrels. Squirrels, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's good... <laughs> Speaking of a non-sequitur that makes no sense. Um, so he tried to tried a couple different bird feeders and none of them seemed to work because the squirrels kept either breaking the squirrel uh, the bird feeder 
or just knocking the bird feeder off the pole itself and just eating directly when it breaks open. Mm-hmm. So, in retaliation, uh, he decided to actually make a squirrel ninja course. Like, kind of like the ultimate ninja on you see on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made one for squirrels. It's a ni- yeah. It's it's a nine part course um, that spans the entirety of his yard, and if they're able to make it to the end, then they're uh, not only are they awarded uh, the bird feeder they wanted, but a smorgasbord of walnuts. So interesting. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, uh, how did it work out for him? It he totally out. Uh, he he totally underestimated his opponents. Is his words? They <laughs> within a couple of days they actually had the course completely beat, and they were able to get to the uh, get to the nuts. But if you want to wa- if you want to know more about that particular video and how he set this up and how he treated the squirrels, which by the way, none of them were harmed. Um, go check out his video on it. And we'll have the uh, link in the description for the video. Any of these, most of these videos will have links in the description, so you can go and check them out for yourself. Yeah, and we're we're not we're not getting anything for this. This is just because we enjoy enjoy a certain YouTuber, and we want to talk about it and bring it to you. They're not they're not asking us to do this. We're not getting paid for this. This is just, just not for sponsored. Fun. No ads. Just, just, I mean, just for a now. few guys hanging out for now. <laughs> just, just a few guys hanging out, having fun, talking about. A, a YouTuber that we're both interested in. Frankly, I had never really watched any of the videos. Which you still should. I, I, I'm planning on it. And now, now that you've talked about it, and my wife has actually has seen his videos, I have seen a few, which was uh, the one... But collaborating with Mr. Beast, no, 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 I don't no, no. think that counts. That does count, considering that's that's collaboration. Yeah, but... another thing I was going to talk about here in a second. The, what I'm talking about is where he made the the sparkle bombs for people that would steal packages from people. Oh, I've porches. heard about yeah, I've seen that one where those are the ones that I watched. That was the era of the time that I was watching his videos where he was making sparkle bombs with phones in them that showed. I think that he's the one that did the phone ones. Yeah, where he'd record whoever stole his uh, package. Anyway, Poof! Sparkles everywhere. He, and he, I think he included a stink bomb. Yeah, he updated it to include a stink bomb. And actually, it got to a point where he included a pre-recorded message, too. I don't remember what it said, but it's it's pretty interesting. And apparently, it actually cost quite a bit of money. So he actually, every time he uh, used it, he had to then track it down. Because it costs several thousand dollars every, like... Didn't he use, like, four phones doing it or something? Uh-huh. One to record each uh, each side. Well, he put GPSs on them. Yeah. So when the person eventually threw it away, he had to go hunt it down. Instead of, you know... Oh, my God. Could you imagine getting that and then having, say, for example, like, maybe the UPS guy picks it up... Mm-hmm. Thinking it's a delivery, so he oh, picks no. it up, just grabbing whatever boxes on the porch, like they do now. You can't go into the stores really, and um, having it go off in their truck. Oh no! By accident. Uh, <laughs> that would suck. Or say taking it and having it actually get maybe accidentally delivered to some unexpecting person's house that wasn't actually stealing the stuff. Yeah, but how often does that? Actually no, I'm happen? just saying it would. I'm just saying, for example, you know, that would, that would not that. Would, hey, would you say that that stinks? But um, because it's a glare bomb. It has. I'm just gonna let you hang there for a second. Think about what you just said. Hey, I'm sticking to it. It was just said. It was funny. That that. Even if I'm the only one laughing, which is often the case. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. That's wonderful. Is there anything else that you would like to add to before I start going on to my my comments? No. Uh, no. Mostly, like, I think he's just a great guy. He does a lot of amazing, innovative, and uh, creative entertainment that is really insightful and really sparks your thirst for knowledge. Like, even doing the research for this video... I've discovered new interests, like... Uh, I'm sure people aren't going to see this video. Huh? You just said video. For this video. For this... Oh, I, gu- I guess we're going to have to add... 
we're gonna have to add a video of us dancing or something. What? I don't know. I'm I'm trying not to backpedal here. You're fine. I know. You go. You, so you so continue. let me let me try again. So essentially, Mark Rober is a very creative, a very inspirational, and overall great guy that does a lot of amazing content that I think you guys should check out. Um, if nothing else, check out the Squirrel uh, Ninja Course. That one's a pretty funny a funny video. So, But beyond that, no, I don't have anything else I'd like to say for now. Well, if you'd like me to, I would like to run across some things that I've come across for the uh, Wikipedia. Go for it. Now, for, forgive me when I say Wikipedia because I know there's a lot of people that refuse to use Wikipedia because of the fact that it's done by third parties and who knows if it's true or not, but... I mean, here's an I'm, example. I'm, one of the, I'm one of those people. No, no, <laughs> I, I, I realize that. So yeah. this is why the only thing that I'm going to... few things I'm going to talk about here. Okay, so if you bear with me just a moment, because we literally just, right before we started this, we watched the video, a portion of the video for this, for um, Arbor Day, which if you don't know what Arbor Day is, you can look it up. But, Daniel, what's Arbor Day? Isn't it just planting trees <laughs> Arbor Day Foundation well yeah, yeah it's it's yeah it's to plant trees okay so in collaboration with Mr. Beast Ro Roper. Mar Mark Roper worked with youtubers across the globe in an effort to make this come true the goal for this project was to raise 20 million dollars for the Arbor Day Foundation huh by 2020, and exchange the Arbor Day Foundation would plant one tree for each dollar raised. Notably, YouTubers who took part in this project were I Justine, the, the Slow Mo Guys, Marcus Brownie, Hannah Stocking, Booty Pie, the Try Guys, ASAP Science, Smarter Every Day, How Ridiculous, Half as Interesting. Mind you, I have no idea who any of these YouTubers are. But that's I've heard that, of a couple of them. That's that's well, Beauty Beauty Pie. If you haven't heard of Beauty Pie, you're under a rock. Well, I've but heard of Try Guys too. I haven't heard of Try Guys. Yeah. So I, I have a question then. Were they able to actually raise the funds they needed for this project? Oh no. Um. Yeah, frankly, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that they decided to cooperate and do it. Hmm. Now, if you want to find out about that, you're going to have to watch the video that they specifically made for it. Mike Roper designed a drone to help seed the trees in the area that they were planting, from what I understand. Wait, how would that work? Cause you can drop the seeds from the drone. Well, I, I get that, but... 20 million seeds. Do you think he programmed it to do this, or do you think he did it by hand? Because that's a lot of seeds. I don't know. We'd have to watch and find out. We'll leave a link in the description below. <laughs> Even though, again, I, I, I don't is, know why... This is an instance for, for, for uh, uh, Wikipedia not giving you the full information you need for what you're talking about. But, go figure it out for yourself. Yes. Go find your answers. Let us know in the description what you find out. Yeah. And if we're wrong in any of this, please let us know. In the description. Yes. If there's a description. Is there going to be a description? I don't know. Do you want to do that? There should be a description. Do, do you want to do that? I believe there is a description on most podcasts. I mean, maybe they can have it to where they're going to talk to us on Twitter about which episodes. Yeah. I mean, geez, we're probably going to have show notes, aren't we? Speaking of Twitter. What? <laughs> I don't want to make a Twitter account. Uh, well, I don't want to make a personal one. I'm sure we'll make a... Uh, one for the podcast. I already have a personal Twitter account. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not super interested in a Twitter. I, I, I don't even use Facebook. And that was my go-to social platform that's back when I was I a teenager. That's everybody's social platform when they were a teenager. I refused to use Facebook. I well, actually, Facebook. I started with MySpace. Everyone started with MySpace. Well, yeah. I, I still start, technically have a MySpace account somewhere. I have like, I think I have seven. I kept forgetting my password. I think they turned it into like a music site, didn't they? I think so. I, last time I checked, it it wasn't the same MySpace. And you can't sign. I don't think you can. All the accounts are gone now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a there's a photo. I have a lot of photos on there. Yeah, there's a photo of me floating around where I was on my bed, shirtless with a with a flute in my finger. I I, I don't get what I was 
doing. <laughs> All right, you just opened that can of worms. Good job. Yeah, you're okay. Um, so yes, any any social media where you can contact us will be in the description below. For now, since this is going to be one of our first episodes, there's not going to be a lot for us to tell you when it comes to what you can go to. But I will guarantee you, I will be adding it shortly. Uh, that the whole point of having a podcast is to express a person's interests to other people. Mm. What we're trying to do is share what we like and love and our passions with other people that will hopefully appreciate and have those same likes and loves and passions. When it comes to technology, social media, family, whatever, Mm -hmm. being able to express that and see what other people think and get other people's opinions. I mean, frankly, we're, 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 we're all the same people. There's no differences. Everyone has their own opinion. Everyone knows. No one is right. No one is wrong. Everyone has an opinion. That's a good point. That's my perspective on, on everything. You can't, just because one person has this opinion, another person has this opinion, doesn't mean that they're both wrong. Doesn't mean that they're both right. Although they will certainly turn blue in the face. That's, kind of. the, that's the <laughs> best part about being human. Is you because get you get to argue. You get to argue. You get to make your own choices. You get to be wrong and therefore learn from it. And you get to be right by being wrong. I don't think that's ever happened to me. Well, actually, I've never been right because I was wrong. I've just been always wrong. <laughs> and whenever I, I'm not I, touching that. Just and, saying. And whenever I and whenever I was right, I always I still lost. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I just, I feel that we'll be able to give people things that normally they would never think of when it comes to audio content. Well, like like I said, uh, towards the beginning of this video, or towards the beginning or middle of this video, I don't honestly remember, I have a bad memory. I really like how you keep saying video when there's obviously no video being had. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just so used oh, and to to guarantee you until we figure that out every time you say video I'm going to hold you out to it and I'm not cutting it out of the podcast because <laughs> it's going to be one of those goals if you can count how many times Daniel says video in the podcast I'm thinking it's a video <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's, you know this reminds me of I, I know we're getting off on a tangent here but this is... We're at the this end. Is this is when you turn tangenting and having a regular conversation. I, I know. This kind of reminds me of a buddy of mine. I'm not going to say his name. I don't know how if he wants to be private or not. But um, he... <laughs> he has this thing where he can't say the word remember correctly. Remember. Every time we talk about it, he always says it with an N. So when he says a sentence like, oh, I remember a time when I was <laughs> five years old and eating ice cream, and it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. And to wow. the, to, so, much, so much so that he recently had a, uh, his 30th birthday party and um, hosted a roast for himself. You were telling me about that. Yeah, and apparently, like, I didn't want to be there just because I was, um, like, I wanted to be there, but... I was uncomfortable being around so many people during a pandemic. Um, and don't worry, everybody that ended up going, uh, everybody was safe, everybody wore masks, uh, we're six feet apart, and nobody got tested positive for COVID-19. So that's good. I was still that's uncomfortable. I didn't go. But I did write a roast for him. And apparently I was the opening act. Uh, and my... Um, my... Uh, somebody I knew for a long time read it for me. <laughs> and uh, one of my opening lines was actually saying something like that, saying that uh, I, re I remember when I first met him and I saw the video and he was just cracking up and he's like, really? Really? Because <laughs> I'll never let it go. Ever. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. Also, uh, relationships like that are great to have. Yes. When you can... When you can totally rake on somebody and know that it's not going to hurt, hurt anything. It's just going to make them stronger. You mean like you do to me? Every day. 
All the time? Every single time. Every time I talk to you. 24-7. Never fails. And yet... And yet it has made you better as a person. Yeah. Like, you'd think it'd make me more cynical. And in some ways it has. But... Wait, what? <laughs> but... Uh, no, I... It, it, it's very good for humiliating you. And actually, that that's actually a good transition because um, that was the whole goal behind his party was he... He'll actually admit to this, but he's pretty self-centered and has kind of a big ego. And uh, he really wants to be more humble. Like, don't get me wrong, he's very charming, he's handsome, he's smart, uh, and he's witty. But he also can come across as very egotistical. And the whole goal behind his party was bring him down a peg. And his idea. And uh, I talked to him afterwards and he felt like it was legitimate like it worked it you know he felt a lot more humbled so the nice thing is is um one of the things he said is don't hold back like whatever you can think of rip into me and apparently i am not good at roasting because his father who actually ended up reading my roast um read my first version and said it was way too nice read my second version and said it was way too mean what? So after some editing, we finally got the Goldilocks of roasts. The You're good. That's fine. Goldilocks of roasts. Yeah, there we go. I, it just sounded funny. The Goldilocks of roasts. That that sounds funny. It sounds like I'm a snake saying this. So, anyway, the uh, it was it was balanced correctly, and everybody laughed. So I believe you showed me the video of that that was very. Did I? Yes, you did. Okay. It was very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, it helps if you actually know him, <laughs> which I don't I don't know if you've actually met my friend. I don't. I haven't met a lot of your friends. Mm. No, it's pretty one-sided. I don't have a lot of friends in the first place, so it's okay. Well, as you get older, I notice that, or not you specifically, but as people get older, uh, the amount of friends they have tend to shrink depending on your situation. At least that's the case for me comes to be uh family can be tending to be more important than who you have as your family is yeah just because just because your blood doesn't mean you're not family well i mean it's like you because and me. you're not blood you're not family right well, i mean geez i consider you family like I, we've known each other for what eight years now nine no eight years give or take well no i we can actually track our friendship based on how long i've worked at the company we work for and i've worked there eight years <laughs> so so uh, the, the point being is I've known you for 8 years and honestly I do consider you family so does Ashley agree I, I, I feel the same way like honestly uh, her and I were talking about it the other day and um, we're probably going to have our kids call you aunt and uncle well I mean her aunt and you uncle <laughs> so. well that's like Erica and I were talking the other day. She she was saying the same thing. She was very happy that I was finally able to find somebody that I could hang out with and actually have and be in contact with and talk to with. And because I don't, you know me. How how long did it take me to finally get starting to actually talk to you and to call you all the time and actually hold conversation with you and to not be basically stuck in a personal hole and not wanting to have a relationship with anybody other than basically just myself and people around me that are close. A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, it, it did legitimately take a long time, even because like, I actually met you fairly early on. Um, you were working in the freeze, like you were working on third shift at the time. Um, I was working on nights, and our scheduled works worked such that uh, after a while I started hanging out with you outside of or after I got off work when you were on break um, you know fl- friendship that slowly formed and we started hanging outside of work and uh, I believe I don't know after two or three years we stopped contacting each other as much well I was in a big transition between having children and uh, the house and Oh, yeah, because you, when I met you, you didn't actually have kids, did you? No, I didn't have any kids yet. Yeah. And uh, I want to say that my oldest, or, no. How old is your oldest right now? Nine. You would have been, let's see, I want to say I had 
the three older girls when we went to Silverwood that time. That was the first time you actually. And met they them. were all they were all infants. Well, infants. except for except for your oldest, who was a toddler. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. And there she goes. <laughs> she's not a toddler anymore. No, no. Uh, to to be clear, I think she's what, ten. Nine. Nine. She's nine. So. Um, she's nine. She's she's gonna be amazing. She's awesome. Yeah, she is. So anyway, so what I was getting at was, um, I totally forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about. Oh, our our how our friendship formed. Um, yeah, essentially, you were going through a big transition, and you know we you and I. Mainly out. shift transition too. I was trying to figure out what shifts works out for me with work and mm-hmm. family and, and and actually I transitioned too because um, I went from working in one department to another. Same, more or less same hours. I think that was the the problem was that you were literally the totally opposite department, totally opposite part of our work environment. So there's no way in we'd ever have time to. No, and then eventually I uh, like. Because back when we first started, you and I could actually go out for some pie after we got off work together. Because I just I just wait for you, because I wasn't I wasn't married and I didn't have any real responsibilities at the time. So I would just wait up for you and we'd go get some pie. Um, then you did your transitions, and then I eventually actually transitioned to days, which you wouldn't think that would work. You working on nights and me working on days, but it actually works out pretty well, especially now. Yeah. So one thing I also definitely that helps is that our our wives have become very close friends. Oh yeah. At first, um, at first they they only met during the Christmas party, but it's gotten to a point where I don't even remember how they started getting to the point where I think it was just us hanging out doing game night was what really hit it off, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Because at first, uh, like for the first couple of years, they only saw each other at the Christmas party, and then after a while, uh, I don't know. I think it was me that kept pressuring you to hang out. Um, but eventually, yeah, we started coming over for game night, and our wives ended up hitting... Are you... What? Is that a scrunchie on your head? No, it's a, it's actually a hairband. It's supposed to well, hold hair back. But you don't have any hair. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Don't mess with my scrunchie. I'm trying to put it in my hair. I can't finish what you're saying. Oh, so what I'm saying is, um, so we started coming over for game night a uh, couple years, like, probably about what five? I want to say five years, five five years ago, give or take. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, we started coming over for game night, and turns out our wives have a lot in common, like the fact that they're both teachers. Like, yes. Who who would guess that? I want to say your wife was finishing up school. She was. Yeah. Around she, the time that. They started hanging out. They, she was on her last year. Yeah, um, and it was, it was a doozy. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that's that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. I believe, and uh, that's that's which is good. I mean, it allows for, for example, for today, like I called you up and I was like, oh no, you called me. I called you. You called me, and then I said I told Erica that. Uh, you got that you were coming over, and the first thing she says is, oh, "Is Ashley coming too?" And she got all excited, and she got all bright, and her she was beaming. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't know, and then she went from beaming to the bottomless pit of sadness. The nice thing is, and I was like, I will see, I will see. And now that you you and your wife both came over and. Yeah, it's always it's 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 a treat. It's always wonderful to hang out with you guys. So, oh, thank you. I'm I uh, I always enjoy hanging out with you because, I mean, like we talked about, I I don't have a large social social circle, and that's kind of on purpose. Because um, when I was younger, I had a lot of acquaintances. I would say I wouldn't necessarily say friends because I would just wander from. So- are you? Why did you put that thing back in your hair? Like you don't even need it. Hi. What hair? Exactly. I mean, you mean all the hair on your chin. Well, I, I can't control that. I well, you can. It's yeah. called a razor. It's called and a shaving razor. cream. This was on my head. I, I'm sure there are procedures for that. 
to be fair, I shouldn't be making Both. funny. I shouldn't be making funny. Painful of you. thing ever. Right. Well, <gasps> tattoo. To be fair, Stephen, um, I am probably going bald too, so I shouldn't be making fun of you too much. No, it, it's going to happen. My brother's going bald. My grandpa was bald. Not you might not necessarily go bald just because they're going bald. No. Uh huh. No. Anyway, so we keep getting off topic. Well, no, you can. Yes. Yes. We well, I mean, topic. actually, this is supposed to be the part where we're just chatting, and a lot of it'll be. If I bust that, then go drink some water. Hmm. Not that hard to understand. So, um, oh, I remember what we were talking about, and no, that snap was not a cut. <laughs> uh, we were actually talking about our wives' friendship, and I, it makes me so happy to see their friendship because, well, I'm not going to go into details, but it it makes my wife really, really happy to have your wife as a friend. You know, she loves coming over here. She loves seeing Erica. And quite frankly, I think, no offense, I think they're closer than you and I are. Or at least in the beginning of their friendship, they were a lot closer than you and I are. Yeah. Because they spend more time together. Like, geez, um, during the summer, I kid you not, uh, my Ashley was going to see Erica at least three times a week. To the point where I was getting a little suspicious. Why? Well, I mean, I almost was getting jealous of Erica with how much time that she got to spend with Ashley, and I couldn't. I used to love getting you, giving you that phone call. Hey, just so you know, I saw your wife today. <laughs> and not in a creepy, weird way. Or I would say, because I still go over to your house two days a week, so yeah. it's like, I'm over at your, I'm over at your house right now. <laughs> Don't take my stuff. <laughs> but by the way, I'm at your house. Why are you at my house? Because I'm dropping off my kids. Yeah. Because you, because uh, Ashley is. There is not. I can guarantee you right now. I can not. I can count on one hand right now. The people that we let watch our kids. And frankly, that is one person. Your wife. Yep. So uh, anyway, so wrapping this up. Um, today we talked about Mark Rober and how he is a creative, inventive, and amazing person. And I really think you should check him out on any social media he might have. But I recommend YouTube uh, and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever that last one is. I don't know what that last one is. <laughs> what, uh, what social media platform? Oh, it's merch. Merch. Oh, and check out his merch uh, merch social platform. Whatever. Merch star. His merch, merch, merch store. <laughs> Learn how to talk? <laughs> Yeah, apparently. That's when you talk for an hour straight. What did I tell you? <laughs> I wanted breaks. They're like, no, we can just sit here and chat for hours. It's no big deal, bro. March. March. Yes, like March. 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 Yes. So, March. So, March. so March. please, please, if you haven't already, go check out his channel. Um, I think you'll really enjoy it. And uh, let's. Uh, the link in the description below for the channel. We've already reiterated that probably way too many times than we should be. Please forgive us for. I really want you to check him out, though. That's the point. Yes. High praise. High praise. High praise. High praise. He praised the Mike Rober. Now, now, to be fair, we're not being sponsored by Mark Rober. He doesn't even know we're doing it. I just like him that much. You know, we could email Mark Rober and let him, hey, hey, Mark, I made a podcast about you. You want to check it out? Like this, right there. Yeah. yeah. I get it done. I'm going to send him the link. Oh, you go for it. So, I'd be uh, so offended. Right? Because we got everything wrong. Everything wrong. Actually, yes. you know what? Technically, we should send it to him before we post it. And to get his him. permission or again? Yeah, get probably. All right. Um, so, is there anything you'd like to say? No, I think we're good. I meant as a as a goodbye. As a goodbye. Well, I mean, we're signing off. We. I. I but I want to say goodbye. I want to do this forever. <laughs> okay, the so never. Okay, kid, for the never-ending story. It's, no, <laughs> it's never goodbye. It's never. Never. It's always a. I will talk to you later. Hmm. 
If you say goodbye, it's a goodbye, and you never see him again. So, so what you're saying I, we is, we want, we want, I want you to come back. So it's it's not goodbye forever. It's goodbye for now. Goodbye, farewell to you, no. my friend. No, no, no. It's so, so long, long, farewell, avoir say Whatever that means. I mean, I know it's German, and I know I butchered it. So long, farewell to you, my friend. Yeah, I never actually watched that. Whatever. Farewell. What is that from? Until we meet again. Is I that a TV so. show or? I, th- I don't remember. I don't. I didn't watch it. I just oh, know my. We're gonna, I were gonna be so butchered in the comments. It's fine. It's good. Give people something to do. Just to complain about how bad we are at ranting. pop culture. Over ranting. Yes. That's what social media is, isn't yes. it? Basically, a, a long rant of life and and and, and and and. Which is why I don't go on social media. You're not supposed to say things like that when you're doing a podcast about reviewing social media. Then cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie though. I don't. I I don't actually. I do social media. Yeah. You don't. That's the point. Yeah. Which is ironic because this first episode was inspired by me. <laughs> yes. So. The non-social media. Yeah. I mean. Well, to be fair, to be more specific, you in, as far as I know, you engage in social media where you actually communicate with your audience and get feedback. I don't. I'm actually in social media because I have a YouTube You're channel. You're active in social media. I'm not. Like, Which I, I will not be plugging. Even though we already have twice at this point. I have never plugged my YouTube channel once in this. Siracus. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. See, see, it's, it's not... It's not egocentric if his friend is plugging him. Oh my gosh! So and no, he didn't ask me to. I'm just I'm doing it to get troll so him. So many dislikes now. I'm doing it to troll him. That may- yes, please go in his comment section and say I'm a troll. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a troll. Again, okay, you you can yeah. cut this out. I'm going to be cutting a lot of this out. Thanks. <laughs> just going to be giving- taking taking a chainsaw to Thanks this video. For giving- oh. <laughs> Again, not a video. Oh, it's a it, it's a radio broadcast through the internet. Get it right. <laughs> you know we're gonna like if we ever come out with merch. You know we're gonna have a shirt that says podcast equals visual video or something. Like podcast equals video. Boom. Done. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like this uh, it's like this other game that we play, which I'm sure um, a lot of people will groan when I mention it. But what? if you know about this, then everybody who is listening just lost the game. And for those of you who don't know, uh, the game is well a game that once you find out about it. You're always playing, and you can't stop playing. Guess what that is? What? Life. Yes. But no, it's 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 just a fun little game. Anytime the game is mentioned, and somebody says you lose, then you lose, and everybody tends to groan. So, there you go, our audience. You are now playing the game, and you all lost. Anyway. I think it's time for at least me to sign off because I need to get home so I can go to work. We're uh, you said you were going to leave by nine. It's not nine yet. Uh, thank you. So, Stephen. There, there we go. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Well, thank you for joining me and Daniel on this wonderful excursion of a podcast. <laughs> Please. Yes, it's it is in fact a podcast. It is it is in fact a podcast, not not a video. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure if you look really hard you, you, you really can hard see you can at, see it. Yeah, yeah, I can see the numbers going up <laughs> as the podcast goes on and on and on with our ranting. Well, I mean Uber ranting. I mean that's kinda what ranting. that's kinda Super what people, ranting. That's kinda what people are <laughs> signing up for. Or at least that's what I hope for. All right. Well, I think I think we're good. I think that you should what? I don't know what. Thank you for joining us today. It's been really fun to talk with you, Stephen. 
and I would look forward to the next episode. Yes. Do we have a? Do we have kind of a teaser for what the next episode is going to be about? Next episode. No. 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 You know. I do know, but it's not. I'm not going to say a word about it. Mm. I have a sure? list. I have a list. It's it's buried in the. Not not, not not even not even a clue as to what we're going to talk about. Not even a clue. Wow, you are such a tease. I am. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to find out in the next episode. <sighs> anyway, wouldn't it be wonderful? Someone would make comments about the uh, social media. I'm <coughs> losing my voice. Time to end this. Bye. <laughs> Okay, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. What's a niche? What do you think a niche is? Yeah, it is record. I know. What's a niche? A niche is a type of thing you hit record on? It can be. Okay. Alright, so we're at the end of we're at the end of the podcast. What do you say? Please subscribe to the next episode. Diddy. 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 I'm not just saying diddy. Thank you for watching. And uh Okay. Thank, you, thank you for listening. Say thank you. I'll say that. Yes. Okay. Hit record. It, it's been recording. You're recording this whole time. Um, so what would you what would you like to say to our audience that we don't currently have? Hi. Please thank you for listening. Please thank you for listening. Yeah. And subscribe. Nice and see you next time. And see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>